Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Thank you for joining us here on another Monday. Whether you're a new listener, an old listener, we cannot emphasize how much we appreciate your support of this show. Um, I really think you're going to enjoy this episode today with my good, good friend, B.C. Rogers. He's been on the show before. Um, in, a, in the world that we live in, with all the social media, uh, it's genuinely difficult to find a turkey hunting story that is unique and true to the word unique, like one of those stories that you go, I've never heard anything like that before. Uh, BC has one of those stories, uh, and that's primarily what we talk about on this episode. I think all of you will enjoy it, so stick around. A few things I want to cover before we get into the conversation. We will be doing a live event podcast at Rick's Cafe in Starkville, Mississippi, February 23rd. Doors open at 6, and we will be done at 8 p.m. Uh, we're going to talk wild turkeys. We are going to have a Q&A. We're going to be doing some awesome giveaways. We're giving away some Primo's custom meal shop calls. We're going to do some Hell State pot calls, Hell State box calls, uh, some federal premium swag. We're giving away a shotgun thanks to our friends at Second Amendment Outdoors. A 410 ready to go uh, with a red dot and everything should be awesome. Must be present to win all of these prizes. So set it on your calendars February 23rd, 6 to 8 p.m. at Rick's in Starkville. Also, please take a second. I'm talking about 30 seconds to a minute of your time and go to our Primo's Speak the Language podcast page page on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, ratings on both would be fantastic. Spotify just recently made it available for to give ratings on podcasts, so that really helps the show out, helps more people find us. Um, so yeah, give us a give us some love on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It is much, much appreciated. We, we've been uh, four years into this thing, but we're still steadily trying to grow, and we can't do it without y'all. Um, there is new content on our YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, type in Primo's Hunting. It'll be the first one to pop up and check out the new turkey content that we've put out and there'll be more to come out in the time between here and actual spring. There's also been a new season of Primo's Truth About Hunting that recently started airing on Outdoor Channel. Be sure to check that off, uh, check that out. And lastly, this is something I get most excited about. We're releasing a new line called Primo Select Calls. Uh, if you go to the website, you can look at them right now, but you can't order them yet. It'll just say coming soon. But we are bringing back some of the OGs of the uh, Primo's products, the Heartbreaker Box Call. That box call was a legend in its own right when it first came out. Uh, the Freak Pot Call, also one of those calls that was one of the biggest Primo's products. That and the Heartbreaker, I mean, those were staples. Uh, we're also coming out with a new line of Primo Select Mouth Yelpers. Uh, very excited about those. All of these things we prototyped and fine-tuned all last spring, and this spring they're going to be out on the market for you to get, and we can't be more excited about it. So, I've rambled on enough. Let's get on to this about one of the craziest and weirdest turkey stories you have ever heard. I mean, truly, I'm, I'm, this isn't like a clickbait, like try to get you to stick around and listen kind of thing. Genuinely, if you have heard a story like this before, I would be genuinely surprised. This is not the kind of turkey story you hear every day, and it's pretty cool. So check it out. And again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, uh, BC Rogers. You have been on the podcast before, but last time you were on the podcast, we were talking about waterfowl. We we're talking about ducks. Right. Yeah. Which I'm much more qualified to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as a, a, a self-diagnosed uh, world's worst turkey hunter. You Well, here's the reason, like in my mind, it's in a world that in all like the social media, YouTube, streaming, podcast, there's like... It is genuinely hard to have or hear a turkey hunting story that you go, I've never heard anything like that before. <laughs> you know well, I, I mean? bet it is for you for sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. so you have a particular story that we will get into here, here directly uh, that I was like, I've never heard of such a thing in my entire life. <laughs> I like, haven't either. Like that was like that. You, I remember when I saw. I think I texted you that morning. Yeah. When I shot the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we do that, like, so folks that have followed this, I mean, they like, or that know you and know Ren and Ivy, they know how you are with waterfowl. They probably heard some origin stories of you there. We need to establish some street cred, if you will, <laughs> okay. for the spring well, turkey. Or, or maybe lack thereof. <laughs> well, I, uh, okay. I, I mean, I grew up in Scott County, Mississippi, where honestly, turkey hunting is just part of the 
lexicon. It's yeah. just, you know, yeah. and, and I was a, a avid water skier growing up. And so the time, about the time when turkey season was on everybody's mind, competitive and, 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 and water skiing was, was when that, that was when you were getting fired up for that too. Sure. So I always turkey hunted my whole life, but I didn't really get passionate about it until I was in my twenties. Mm. I mean, not, that was 25 years ago now. I can't believe it, but it was, <laughs> um, but growing up, I killed a turkey. My, my cousin, Johnny taught me how to turkey hunt and, you know, and surrounded by, uh, you know, there's a bunch of pretty well-known turkey hunters from Morton and, and yeah. Forest and all that area. And I knew all those guys. I just, I think it's one of those things, and we have a tendency to do that here in Mississippi. I took it for granted. It was just one of those things where I can always go turkey hunting with Johnny, and we'll kill a turkey, and, you know, we did. Everyone has fun, yeah. Right, right. But I, it wasn't until I was in my 20s when I was really, and I was actually living in Tennessee uh, when I w- was actually bit by the bug. The first time I went, oh, my gosh, I can't live without hearing that interesting sound yeah. yeah and i don't know what flipped there but ever since it's been just been a thing oh my gosh yes and i it, it, it's funny so duck season ended on monday uh this year uh the 31st mm-hmm. and i was so burned out you know after hunting 45 out of 60 days yeah and, you know of course miss kim's pretty ready for me although she hunts <laughs> with me a lot you know she was ready for it to be over and i was ready for it to be over right and uh it was not until this past saturday so like you know five days later i'll i'm ready to go turkey hunting <laughs> yeah dude it it shifts so quick and i tell you the other thing too and and i guess it's like we've talked about it on this podcast several times before the only thing i can figure i, I mean there's got to be multiple factors uh the biggest one i think is that primos as a brand has such a deep history in turkey hunting oh right like yeah. the brand the brand started as being called primo's yelpers right um, yeah. and then you know caveat that with or pair it pair it with the fact that us being in the southeast we know what turkey hunting culture is down here sure but like our podcast uh, albeit it has continued to grow ever since we started it but every yeah year, congratulations on four years by the way thank you yeah. i appreciate that it, it's been fun uh every year that the topic shift to spring turkey our listeners get higher than they do any other time of year uh I, you know you and i are buddies and jordan and i are buddies and i, I i'm guilty of I, I don't miss one during the spring <laughs> you know i mean i listen to it in the winter i, no, I, I do i get it but i, I do it. not miss one in the spring i get it man i 100 percent get it uh of course you guys also go radio silent worse than anybody in the world because y'all are so busy during turkey season <laughs> so in order for me to know what my friends are doing i have to listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I uh it's funny you say that because like my sweet parents my mom and dad there's been times that like I'll catch up with them and it'll be in the middle of spring or something yeah I'll like go to church with them on Sunday or, or meet them for lunch after church right. and they'll say something and I'll be like how'd you know about that we haven't talked and they're like well we listen to the podcast because right. we don't know what's going That's, on with you <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way yeah I'm like, yeah but, but there's a downside that to, though because when we go to lunch or, or to dinner or something there's a lot of things I already know. <laughs> yeah. Social media is that way too. You know, yeah. I can ask questions about it, but I already know what you're doing. You already know. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, I know yeah, what but, happened. Yeah. yeah, my friends are that way too. I have people that you hadn't talked to in two years, and you're like, man, so that was really, you know, you had a really good hunt the other day. Yeah. You know? yeah well, out. let me tell you. About yeah, it. Right, right. It's right. so funny. Man. Yeah, I, mean, I think with Primos being, uh, you know, st- its origin being in turkey hunting, uh, that I, we are all we all connect to it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I see. I think that's probably there's multiple factors and everything, but I'd I would guess that's probably the biggest one. Well, there's no telling how many people across the country that learned how to turkey hunt by watching Will's videos. Oh yeah, I, and I'm and I'm in part one of them. So for, am I. Yeah, and still still will. I I was listening to uh, or watching some video from last year. Uh, I, so we did the single season slam last yeah. year, or I did. Yeah. Uh, and my buddy Preston Holdren went on. He went on two of the four uh, mm-hmm. hunts and filmed it. So I was watching. I mean, you know, buddy filmed it. Sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching some of that yesterday, trying to remember the, these stories. You know, it's been a year ago, and my calling sounded so bad. <laughs> I don't know how I ever kill a turkey. <laughs> I, it was like yeah, I had to turn the volume off. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, yeah, I've been there. So they the first turkey I ever shot on video with Primos was in South Florida. 
Yeah. And I was nervous. Like, like you couldn't the the level of nervous I was that then I think it was beyond anything I've ever done with this company. Oh wow! Because it was like like well plus you were like twenty years old. Too. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. I was yeah I was re- super young and then like turkeys were still like you know turkeys are my heart man like so then like all of a sudden they're like oh you're gonna shoot a osceola i'm like i'm gonna do what right. you know yeah. and i'd never been really on camera before i mean i'd shot i think i shot a deer but i mean it was like a food plot hunt with a rifle so not you know not there was a that kind of situation it's not more like moving parts yeah mm-hmm. you ready yeah you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing uh to where i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh and so this turkey flies down and come you know florida unless you're hunting on some public ground mostly the florida is a lot of pasture land a lot of open country and so this turkey flies down and has to walk across this uh burnt it was some kind of agriculture field but it, it had been recently burned and the turkey i had to watch the turkey come from i don't know 200 <laughs> yards oh, no. and <laughs> nerves are I just was, going. <laughs> well i was so nervous and I also, like, I was so nervous that I just popped a mouth call in my mouth that morning because I'm, I'm using a diaphragm call usually 80 to 90% of the time. Yeah, me too. And I did not unstick the reeds. So I just put it in my mouth and was I just, right. <laughs> go, I, man, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Well, did you kill the turkey? We killed him, yeah. Okay. Well. Like, I, like I, I had to, like, uh, the first like yelp i kind of made i even realized it in the moment i was like oh my gosh my reeds are still stuck together (laughs) so i was like trying to like figure out how to unstick them while it was in my mouth because it's not like i could take it out of my mouth the turkey's out there (laughs) well the video that i watched yesterday preston was on the gun i had already killed out and uh this was in south dakota actually and uh we and and i'm videoing over his shoulder and i'm calling yeah and my video is shaking because i still shake like a leaf i mean you know yeah uh, I'm a grown man. I should not. This should not happen to me. Yeah, yes, it should. <laughs> yes, it should. And I, my, uh, the video's shaky, and then I start calling, and I'm going, "Man, how did you? What? <laughs> how can you even call yourself a turkey?" Uh, dude, it happened. Look, uh, we put out a, a YouTube episode. It come out. It came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave Owens came and hunted with me and Jordan. Jordan got sick, and when we killed the turkey, it was just me and Dave. And I'm just sitting on the tree filming. I'm not even yelping. Dave's, I mean, Dave's won the championship. I don't know how many times. I'm like, what am I going to do? Right. Like, <laughs> yelp yeah. for moral support, you know? Right. Uh, so I'm just holding the camera. And you can, I mean, we had to cut some of it out just for time. But, I mean, like, you can hear me. When I say I see the turkey, I'm like, Dave, I see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, right. At someone who's probably seen more turkeys die than most people on the planet. It was, doesn't matter. It's every time. Uh, me too. It's and, every time. And, and the, and the, there's so many bad habits the 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 springing up as soon as i pull the trigger or anybody pulls the trigger oh, dude. i can't stop it that's uh <laughs> i finally that again i'm going back to my my younger years they told me uh they were like hey because I, I didn't do it on the one in florida like i'd kept they i mean because they i was but there'd been a couple of them where like that old habit kicked in i think what that comes from like i almost think it's a uh it's a non-tungsten generation thing. oh there's no question because about like it. kids that are growing up with tongues tss available right they're like you shoot them and you can high five and hug everybody call your mom until and then you watch get... one stand back up and run yeah. off into a cutover which happened to me yeah. uh, <laughs> and and because i was trying to not do that you know there's other turkeys there and I, and and I, I i know i've heard i i, I know we're going to get comments like you know, you're you're spooking the other turkeys and all yeah. that stuff. But you know, again, my my cousin Johnny that taught me how to turkey hunt. When you pull the trigger, you get to him. I mean, I, I come up. I don't know. I'm not that agile. No. But I come I come up like I'm on a spring. Yeah, it's like it's built in. That's how I was taught. Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, the, and and you run over there and you stand on yeah. him, and then until you're standing on him, you don't even breathe. Yeah, then you can <laughs> then you can start celebrating. But yeah, it's like the the the. The finality is not found in the trigger pull. It's when you get to the turkey and 100%. put your foot on his head. That's yeah. for me. Yeah, and I, I but I, 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 I have a desire to change that habit, but have been completely unable to do oh, so. Oh man, well, like the first turkey I ever filmed, will kill. <laughs> like he shoots and he immediately starts, and up he goes, and he's going, to, he's going to that turkey. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's oh, yeah. The, yeah. Go and watch the truth one. You know, oh, that, that's like right. he they shoots all, they, and off to the races, <laughs> boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I, we're working up uh, my 
uh, Preston did the filming, but my buddy Hunter Norris is doing a, uh, a video of the of our slam. You know, we're just going to do like a short video yeah. for YouTube. He's a talented guy, Hunter. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, uh, he does great work for us. But uh, he he's working on that now. It should be out in a few weeks. But the That's cool. uh, but the, when I shoot the turkey in South Dakota, after walking uh, my uh, up and down all those mountains for three or four days. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty hilarious when I get up and run because it, it, Preston's like, man, I had no idea you could run that fast. <laughs> uh, Speaking of nerves, you're doing a live podcast. Oh, look at that natural segue. <laughs> you like I, that? I do. I do. <laughs> but every time I hear y'all talk about it, I'm like, man, I bet Lake is nervous as a long tail cat. I, I know, I know Blissett is. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing it with uh, Hunter Ferry and Austin Seals to do Spring Legion. I sure. know they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm holding it together pretty well. well good. I, I think, I mean, I, I think we'll, I think we'll have a good turnout. I think it'll be a fun event. Oh, I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I wish I could go. I'm going to be out of town. But that, it, yeah, I, the, the other thing is like, uh, we didn't know I had been, I'd been wanting to try a live podcast event probably somewhere in year one of this podcast but sure. i was just new i was like we're not big enough yet you know right uh but i thought i was like now i was like we can do it now and i started putting it together quite literally last february oh wow and oh, okay. then uh just you know just trying to get my mind wrapped around what we needed to do and then finally got everything finalized and so yeah i'm pumped and the amount of support we've gotten about it so far we had uh there's a sporting goods store in corinth mississippi Second Amendment Outdoors. They donated a 410 with a red dot. And you're going to give it away? You're going to give it away. Oh, man. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. I, I hate that we're not going to be able As much as uh, going to Startville is <laughs> – I'm not gonna start. I'll get too much. I'll get too much flack. <laughs> there was a – I mean, there's, there's – there's plenty of turkey hunters at that other school too i just don't i just don't identify as strongly with such like stark was my home or was for you know i understand i understand we won't go down that road yeah but i I am very excited about that very very excited i'm excited for you guys too i can't wait to hear it this podcast is brought to you by on x hunt the app that has completely changed the game and helps you increase your success rates every time you go out in the field. It's something that we legitimately use every single day. doesn't matter if we're talking elk hunting, deer hunting, duck hunting, upland hunting, bass fishing. It does not matter. We don't go a day without using Onyx Hunt. Public and private land boundaries, the new crop filters, the new 3D mapping system. There is not a time where Onyx cannot help you, and they update it all the time, which helps you increase your success rates. So go and check out the Onyx Hunt app today. Use the promo code PRIMOS20 to get 20% off your Onyx Hunt membership. So let's, uh, like, what, what do you want to tell first? Do you want to tell the most unique turkey story of all time first? Do you want to tell your Grand Slam story? I, I could go either way. Well, the Grand Slam story uh, is... is uh, yeah, I mean, you know, utterly uninteresting probably to most, but I mean, at the, in an, in an, well, except for the way it started. So all of the the listeners of this podcast can probably relate to having a second grandmother, meaning a grandmother that's not your grandmother, but my, uh, one of my childhood best friends, uh, grandmother was like my grandmother and she lived on my street. And I mean, you know, I, I would go in and out of her house without announcing and, you know, sure. drink. she kept a, a glass uh, milk jug of water in her refrigerator. So when I was riding my bike, I could go get, you know, like, you yes. know, she was my grandmother. Of course. Uh, small town. You know, you just that's just how it is. So mm-hmm. my, she passed away last year at, at 94 I, I don't, something, you know, so great run good run it was not a sad funeral you know yeah, it was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. and and i reconnected with uh her grand other grandsons that lived uh but they actually lived in town when we were kids but they they live in florida now and so all this started from mama lowe's funeral which i thought was cool and i and and it, it was almost like her last gift to me you know this is the way i looked at it and she uh 
so I was talking to Jacob and Jewel, uh, her grandsons, and they were saying, well, they were showing me deer pictures from their place in Florida, which they did have some nice deer. But then they're scrolling through as we do, you know, standing, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you get a, you, yes. Hunters just gravitate to a corner and everybody pulls out their phone. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, they're swiping and they swipe. They're, I noticed they swipe past several turkey pictures and, you know, they're not turkey hunters. And I'm like, whoa, 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 where is this? And I'm like, it's just just outside of Orlando. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Do y'all hunt these turkeys? <laughs> yeah. So, so they let me come down and uh, and shoot my first Osceola, which kind of, I tried to not put too much pressure on myself uh, to do the single season thing. I just, but I tur- I ended up putting an enormous amount of pressure on myself. Well, here's the thing, like as far as you know, you were saying the the single season slam story didn't seem all that unique or i mean because i mean there's plenty of stories out there now about so that many people have done that yes however the thing that interested me about you is like you said it's almost i don't know if the word you weren't hesitant to do it you were just like i don't know you're like i, I, I don't know you're like I, I like to hunt here which i i have other friends like that they they love turkey hunting as much as as anyone could but they like hunting at home right the travel turkey owner thing is not their thing i I didn't know that it would be my thing either but i really it turns out i really enjoyed it and i and i and i found out that that killing turkeys in scott county mississippi is like a lot harder than killing turkeys other places yeah i mean i've always heard that but i hadn't done a lot of travel turkey hunting yeah so i go to florida and we and you know then so the way i looked at it was like well i'm i'm gonna do it step by step and if it keeps going i'll keep going yeah uh so i you know killed the turkey in in florida it was an incredible experience and and reconnecting with those guys and their family was just of course it it was just a neat thing because mama low and then uh moved on to uh couldn't kill one it couldn't kill an eastern uh and i knew that what i mean the nightmare was you're going to kill them all except the one at home Dude, dude, that's I, how I've known, and which I won't say anyone's name, but you don't know how many people that like I've known that like to their their goal. They're like, I'm doing the single season slam this year, and they knock everything out, and then they, they get to Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Arkansas, Turkey, and they're like, uh, what other state has Easterns? Can we go to Missouri? Well, I was starting to think that yeah, too. Dude. It happens. I, I, I've, I've seen it happen I really, several times. So, so I, I got to Texas Turkey, which my my friends, the Leggetts that live out there, would let me and Kim come out every year, and mm-hmm. they have a really cool ranch. It's a family ranch. It's not, you know, on Texas standards, it's not that big. Of course, on Mississippi standards, it's gigantic. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, and they have a lot of turkeys, and yeah. and so we, you know that one knocked out, and then. Uh, I, I I actually killed the Eastern next, but I'll 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 finish with that mm-hmm. uh, because that re- what really was an interesting experience. But then I went to South Dakota to the Black Hills, and actually Jordan gave me the pin. Oh. I hate to say that publicly, oh. but he did. So every what you can gather from that is just send Jordan a DM. You know, <laughs> if you need a spot oh, to no. go, just. <laughs> I can't believe you just, just did message that. him directly. They, <laughs> I had to take him to lunch, <laughs> but I was going out there, you know, public land, Black Hills, and I, you know, you hear people say, "Oh, it's easy," you know, you ride the roads. Well, no, it, it's not. It was yeah. not easy. And not yeah. only that, it was really f- cool. Uh, I ran into a guy from Mississippi, a guy from Tennessee, a guy from Arkansas, yeah. and a guy from South Dakota. Like in encountered them in the woods yeah you know, i mean and i and, you know you see you do run into other hunters but that's we hunted for four days and i ran into four different hunters while yeah. while in the woods. i mean it's you're the pressure is legit yeah that is it there's there's still like a lingering like stereotype that you go to hunt those white fan turkeys and everything becomes easier some places that may be true if you if you start tangling in places like that that get that heavy pressure i I don't care where you're at it was uh, not the case for us on day three it started pouring down rain we went i mean hiked down a mountain two miles you know back to the truck to the trailhead got in the truck took a nap and 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 we luckily we didn't leave all the other trucks at the trailhead left and we didn't leave and the sun broke out that (laughs) afternoon uh you know three o'clock in the afternoon classic deal we hiked back up to the top of the mountain uh i hit my uh box call and four different turkeys go well there you go and i mean we hadn't heard anything 
Yeah. Uh, but it was at, right after that rain, and we ended up killing that turkey, which had which had no beard. And I, I sent you a picture of his yeah. spurs. Yeah, had good no, spurs. And I and I plucked the whole turkey to see if there was like a place where a beard would get, and it was like no spot for a beard i've I've seen that i personally have killed one turkey like that in my lifetime when i think i was in junior college and i freaked myself out i thought i'd shot a hen on accident or something right then i was like oh wait okay he's got spurs okay we're good well yeah well this turkey came in it uh, it went in full strut so i mean i knew yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mature bird but uh i i I will say i did shoot him way too far Mm. uh and i and you know i I like to tell on myself i remember uh, you telling me that i do remember that because i was really uh, you know i i had patterned my gun at 65 yards and i don't i don't there's a there's a legitimate ethical question of where you know just because we can should we yeah and uh and and i don't know the answer to that I, and that's why when i say i tell on myself i'm i'm interested to know people's opinions I, I i do i'm certainly somebody who's always tried to kill them up close and personal and and uh but i didn't on that one after three days yeah <laughs> i knew i could kill him and i killed him so did so did you realize he was that far when you shot 100 percent. I, okay. I, I i when i we sat down on this logging road and uh I ranged a cedar tree. Uh, I I try to do that if I can. I think taking a rangefinder when you're turkey hunting should be normalized. Is it not? No. Oh well, no. I do it every time. You should. If I sit if I set up on a turkey, I I usually will range a couple different things yeah. in different it, and just that way when he's coming. Because I've had lots of experiences where you think he's at 30 and he's actually at 45. Dude, you get out, especially if you're like an open stuff. Right. That guessing game gets a lot harder. Like down a road. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, it's... It, the the longest, because I'm kind of, I can't, it's hard for me to weigh in, same deal on like the distance to kill a turkey, because yeah. I don't really, I, I don't know where I stand on that. I don't either. I I've never played the game of let's see how far i can kill one the longest i personally have ever shot a turkey um we were in kansas this was like in 2018 or 19 and uh i did not know the turkey i didn't know the turkey was that far i mean mm-hmm. I, th- I thought he was like some like 40 45 when we walked out to him he was 57 yeah that's long i had no clue and uh but it was you know i mean it killed him there was no issues retrieving the bird right so but but i really don't know i mean you hear stories of guys that are killing them like at 80 because of so and so and then you hear guys doing that and it doesn't work out so well so i, I don't know I, it's a it's a it's a discussion worth having i just don't know currently where i sit i don't either i, I it worked out for me and it has not i haven't had a bad experience but i definitely can see that at 65 yards you're you know you're at the well i mean i uh the guys here in mississippi that make our shells they yeah man it's it's pretty deadly stuff and yeah. I, and i and i had uh it, i had rain i will say in in not to try to defend myself because i'm really kind of telling on myself but i had <laughs> patterned my gun at that range yeah. and i knew it was lethal but i still when i did it when you when i take off running in the video because my buddy Preston, who's filming, was here and uh, behind me, and he couldn't see the turkey, right? But he could see me. He's filming me, and when he t- when I do what I do and jump up and run after the turkey, he's filming me, and he said, "Man, you just kept running and running because <laughs> yeah. it was so far away." He was like, hey, "How yeah. far was it?" Right, right. Yeah. So we got we got a turkey in South Dakota with no beard, uh, and then back to the eastern story. Um, yeah, these. This is where it turns interesting. Yeah, Daniel Daniel Larusso. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what we we name. We I can't remember if I came up with that or Kim came up with it or uh, or my buddy Patrick McCraney. We were all together, and I can't remember which one of us said it. But uh, the I, Kim loves turkey. I realize we have a lot of younger demographic people listen to this they may not know they what may that not means. know what daniel larusso means well that that that's a problem with our culture <laughs> no argument there daniel larusso was the karate kid yeah. in the movies they and, may know it now because that cobra kai and show it's good is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah right right yeah well, it, uh yeah the ralph macchio character uh daniel larusso is is the karate kid yeah yeah and he he uh lost one leg in the big in the big fight at the yeah. end of the 
at the end of the first one. Sweep the leg. Right. Get him a body bag. So that's where all that came from, right? So uh, that we're opening day last year, March 15th, opening day of uh, Mississippi turkey season, and also Ivy Rogers' birthday. What a great birthday to oh have. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so great this year. It's the best birthday. Yeah. It's so uh, – and he's he's got his four ten, and we're we're all dialed in. Actually, awesome. this same four ten. So that's uh, awesome. So Miss Kim is on the gun, and we're gonna kill an opening day turkey. And you know we do the same thing everybody does. We got trail cameras everywhere, and we're all ready to go. And I know this turkey's coming to this food plot every day, and it's in the middle of a great big open bottom right on the creek. It's just a as picturesque a turkey killing spot as you've ever seen. Sure. So we go in there, uh, uh, and and I, I told her, I said, look, these turkeys are coming to this food plot every morning. They're flying down out of these trees, and they're walking to the food plot. They walk around the food plot, and then they walk off and, you know, do what turkeys do for the rest of the day. But we're not going to call. We're not going to do anything. We're going to sit here. They're going to come. You're yeah. going to shoot the turkey. This is a black ops mission. That black ops mission, right. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I, of course, I like to call at them and hear them gobble as much as anybody, but sometimes if you it, – it, it's my opinion uh, that if you change what they've been seeing every day, then you're more likely to mess it up than not. I call that just observing the situation and making the best call. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. I thought so, too. I mean so, – Sure enough, they all flew down, hens and, and, and this gobbler and, and his hens flew down, uh, walked into the food plot, got 35 yards. Uh, I called at him one time to get him to walk towards us. He did, walked over, stuck his head up. Miss Kim pulled the trigger, uh, and he did a front flip. I've seen lots of them do back flips. Yeah. <laughs> but, I've never seen a front flip. But he did a front flip, yeah. which it, in hindsight, it even registered in the moment that, like, that doesn't Something's look not right. That doesn't look right. Yeah. I spring up, as I always do, bad habits, run over, and he, like, does a flip, writes himself, and takes off out the backside of the, of the food plot, which is on a knob overlooking the creek. Mm. So I chase him out of the food plot, and he takes off flying. And when I say flying, now he did look like he was maybe, you know, limping a little. But, you know, as I kind of replayed the film in my head. But he takes off flying off the other side of the food plot and goes over the trees. Yeah. You know, big, huge oak trees. Like, flies to the next county. Yeah, like, we're not gathering him today. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, right. Uh, although we did walk that direction and, you know, did our due diligence. But, you know, we just called it a miss. And uh, and she was sick, of course, as we all are. Yeah. Um, well, exactly one. And, and, you know, we went on with our turkey season. Well, exactly almost one month later, uh, I had been getting this, and that turkey was sort of unimpressive in the beard category. You know, he okay. had like a eight-inch beard or okay. something. But I, but I had him patterned, and so it was a good opening day turkey. Even yeah. though we had some bigger turkeys on camera, well, I started getting pictures uh, four days after this incident of a turkey still on the property that we're hunting, but on the opposite side of an interstate highway. Hmm. So we kind of always think, you know, they do fly the interstate, but it is a bit of a barrier. A little bit of, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. We think north side, south side, different. If we, you can hunt the south side and not mess up the north side, yeah. you know, that like kind they'll of, cross it, but they're not just going to be willy nilly like that's oh, right. You know, they almost the have to today. be forced to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, which this turkey was. So I start getting pictures like just a few days later of this unimpressive not, no, no offense to the turkey but yeah. uh unimpressive turkey and i never went in there to to mess with that turkey i was hunting other turkeys so i got his picture pretty consistently for like a month and one sat sunday morning i was over there by myself uh and i was hunting on the south side and did not uh did not hear anything mm -hmm. so i said you know that turkey I kind of, I don't know, it's later in the season, you kind of get to where you've messed with them all, <laughs> you know, or I have. If you're hunting a home place like that, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, kind of yeah. mess with them all, and I'm like, okay, well, what have I not messed with? Yeah. And I'm like, well, What's there's, new? That, there, <laughs> right, there's that turkey over there uh, on the creek road. And so I walk in there, and I come over the the ridge and uh, and hit my box call, and he gobbles. I'm like, man, 
yes, sir. And I knew exactly where he was. So I get as close as I could, which is about 300 yards before it opens up into a hardwood bottom and uh, set up because if I go any further, he's going to see me. But I'm on the road that I think he's on. All he's got to do is walk down this road 300 yards right. to me. Right. Couldn't get a decoy out or anything like that. So I sit down, I call, he gobbles, call, he gobbles. This goes on for over an hour. He gobbles almost every time I yell at him. And, but l- locked there. Yeah. I mean, would not move, would not move. Uh, and after over an hour, a Jake gobbles behind me. I guess he'd been hearing all this. Yeah. And he gobbles again. And he's a little bit closer. Mm. So I shut up, and the Jake comes in, walks by me, kind of walks off, and then I see something bouncing through the woods. Like a literal <laughs> bouncing. Like you were bouncing a basketball. And I, and, I, and, I see, and I see a turkey at full strut, and I'm like, that turkey just jumped over something. Yeah. And then he bounces again. And I'm like, what is? What am I looking at? Uh-huh. He bounces all the way in, and I'm out watching for over a hundred yards down this road. Bounces mm-hmm. all the way in to twenty yards, and I'm I, at this point, I don't. I'm just like, what? Is, what am I even looking at? Yeah. Like, do you have any any concept of what may be going on? Or are you just like, what in the world? Uh, th- uh, yeah. It, it, well, I mean, you've got the nerves of the uh, uh, turkey's coming in at full yeah. strut that you've been calling at for over an hour, and he's finally, you know, broke his his uh, his standoff with you. Yeah. But in the in, I'm, but I'm going. I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah. You know, you're and, not. You don't have with in all the moment of the actual hunt unfolding. Not all your thought process is going why is that turkey doing that you know <laughs> exactly a good exactly. bit of it's going oh here he comes right you know? right now, the, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm, i remember thinking he's got to be injured or something you right. know something yeah. something's going on so i shoot the turkey i go over there i stay i'm standing on his head and he's got one leg yeah this leg's moving like they normally are and then he's got a nub and, and he's and it's it's cut off right where the feathers meet the skin part of the leg dude it looks like it was years surgically removed it, it does at that joint and it's got a callus on it yeah this all happened in one month yeah kim had blown the leg off this turkey mm-hmm. opening day i get pictures of him a few days later and he never left there mm-hmm. he would fly down he'd he'd feed up and down that road and I'd get pictures of him every single day. Well, I never noticed he had one leg. Because yeah. what are you looking at when you look at a turkey picture? The beard. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, I mean, the, yeah. and I, most of the pictures aren't good enough to even zoom in on the spurs. So you could t- right, you right. know, and so uh, that uh, I was, I just had no idea. But of course, when I did it, I went back and looked at all the pictures. He, he, none of the pictures does he have a leg in it. So in a three-day period, three or four-day period, he had either chewed the leg off or somehow gotten. Yeah, you know, and it healed in a month. It healed to a callus, and I sent you a picture of the two legs once I cleaned it. Yeah, unbelievable, completely atrophied. Yeah, it's it looks like I mean it doesn't look like it came off the same turkey. Right, right. Like because the one leg that he had looks like a standard turkey leg. Right, and the other one you're like that turkey's small or sickly or something. It it, it right, and it, it was like do we when we ate it, it was. The texture was crazy. Really? I guess because it was completely atrophied. The muscles were atrophied. It was like totally tender. Huh. Because he hadn't been using it. That whole leg and thigh. It's yeah. probably the most tender wild turkey right. leg Save the ever. legs. Yeah. Save the legs. Yeah, you can cut one of them off. Well, it's yeah. like the thing. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the new practice. <laughs> Do you want your turkey legs tender? <laughs> we know how to get right, them. Right, right. Call Kim <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> She's going to like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She, well, she actually is, is – she was – she had been fast as fascinated by this whole thing as as anyone. I mean, yeah. like the fact that you uh, and you never know how how you miss. No. We, and I honestly, I have no idea. She, you know, sometimes you know what happened, but most of the time it's like I don't know, bro. Yeah. I, I've had my share of misses that I've had in the past three to four years. Like there's for three years, I think one of them i know i can nail down to it was when i had i was shooting a over under mm-hmm. and uh to this day everyone wants to know about that gun because i mean it is a cool looking gun it is you know a cool looking yeah. gun yeah uh but 
the downfall of that and i guess this could happen with a like a just a standard semi-automatic shotgun too but uh this turkey in missouri when uh he came in came in hard off my left shoulder and i had to pivot like this and i had it where it shot the bottom barrel first ah. and there was a limb about probably four to six inches in diameter and i cut that thing in half i mean and it was like less than a foot away from my barrel so oh, my pattern no. just yeah but yeah. other than that like i've had some misses that they're like what happened i'm like i couldn't tell you I don't have any idea i can't tell you i don't I, know I, what happened I, I mean it happens it's happened to me and and you know she's she's been a good sport about it. of course you know i would have loved if she had killed this turkey but sure. but i mean it's a fascinating story so we called him daniel larusso because he uh she swept the leg she swept the leg and uh and he came in doing the uh the crane technique so uh <laughs> Uh, but it ended differently. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, man, it's like, you know how it is. You get, especially you know, someone that's a seasoned turkey hunter has turkey hunted a bunch, and then especially when you get a month into the season, like you know, some states don't have them season that long. I understand that, but you get more tuned in to what you're doing. And so, if you've seen a couple turkeys, you kind of you recognize, you pick up on certain movements, and so you see something like bouncing. You're like, okay, that's not even more so when you've hunted the place your whole life. Yeah, like I knew that this turkey, where he was, was going to walk down that road. I knew where, you know, it's like I've killed turkeys right there. You know, so yeah. it, it, when it, when anything changes in that situation, which of course it almost always is a little different. Sure, but, but you're. You, the reason why the turkey was not coming is because he had one leg. Yeah. He had to hop. And he was like, can't you just come right, to me? <laughs> right, right, right. I now a little know. Bit. <laughs> yeah, because that was what was really weird. Like, usually if you can catch one that gobbles back at you and he's right there in that bottom, you know, he's coming. It's usually not that. Yeah. You 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 know, and particularly if he gobbles back at you for over an hour, you know, it's just a matter of, you know. Yeah. I mean, and I look, I know what everybody's going to say. Yes, I did shut up several times and all that, yeah. stuff, you know, whatever. Well, you got the turkey, didn't you? That's right. There I sure did. Yeah, thanks to <laughs> the Jake. <laughs> hey, hey, there is a beauty sometimes in letting a situation unfold. If so it, that was the Eastern and uh, so, but but I, my buddy Jimmy McGuire that does my taxidermy did a you know all the fans yeah. and all the beards and legs. So I've got a, a single season slam mount thing mm -hmm. that's missing a beard and a leg. That's hilarious. <laughs> all in one year. That's hilarious. That's the that is the I mean truly and like when we post this, uh, of course if it's okay with you, we'll share some of those pictures like yeah. the ones you show because that I'm serious like. I remember when you killed that turkey and you sent me the video. It took me as like I didn't understand what happened. Now, what was, am I looking at? Well, because <laughs> seriously, his leg is cut off so cleanly. I'm like, did you cut off his leg? Like, like after right. you shot him? I'm like, what? Right, right. I know. What did you do that for? You know, like uh, right. I, I couldn't figure it out. Well, like, and the other foot has a big growth on the middle toe. I sent you a picture of that, yeah. where you can see where a, a pellet must have gone yeah. in there and in, and made an abscess and it's a there's a big knot on his other foot mm -hmm. I, I, and i'm and i am really glad uh, as much as we love to kill these turkeys we you know all of us just are in love with them and yeah. I, I am glad i don't know how long that turkey would have survived throughout the year and dude you know, glad it ended in my it opinion like it's it's somewhat crazy he made it that long you know no doubt and, like and, that and something it, didn't snag him but i mean we've seen this with deer but you know you, I haven't seen it as much with turkeys, but man, talk about resilience. Because I would think, obviously, obviously, he was finding ways to fly up into a tree. But you know, like when a turkey flies up, they usually they jump, you know, to get themselves going. Right. And so that's I'm like, with one leg, how is he able to get himself off off the ground? And they, you know, they like to take a run and start. Yeah, and, you to know, start it, flying. Right. So well, like, this this turkey was uh, was. I forgot to say he was bouncing on one leg, but when he went to jump over a log, he flew over it. Hmm. Like he you know yeah. used his wings so he was getting around obviously fine yeah. uh but that that's uh I'm, i am glad that we that we killed the turkey and and got that so like when we're returning back to stories that you just don't hear anymore i would have to gander because was he strutting and stuff when he came in and everything? oh he was in full strut you have got to be in like the like the high high minority of folks that have watched a wild one-legged turkey strut into shotgun range 
Seriously, I, think I, about that. I, I, it's a lot of things that would have to happen to make that be the case. Think yes. about that. Yeah. Well, and he. I mean, I'm telling you, because he was, you know, puffed up like a like a basketball. It looked like somebody was dribbling him through the woods. <laughs> Because he was round, you know, and like, what am I watching? <laughs> like, follow the bouncing ball as you sing the song, you yeah, know. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. That's the, man, imagine if someone would have been filming you that day. I, I, I wish they had been, uh, but you know what? I, I, I skipped church to kill that turkey, I hate to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to make somebody else skip church. Hey, get out of church. It's turkey season. <laughs> Uh, man, I mean, I just, I, yeah, we need to, like, those pictures are so wild. It, it, it That story is so wild, the way it ended that way. It is awesome, like you said, that, um, like I said, I'm sure poor Kim, she was probably beating herself up for a while. Did y'all have any clue that, like, did y'all mark that turkey as, like, missed, don't know what Gone. happened to it? Gone. Yeah. Never got him on camera again. Yeah. I, I, I assumed that she had wounded, you know, fatally wounded him. And so, and, or something and, that got and him. And he, yeah. yeah, he was coyote bait. Uh, I, or had flown, like I said, I mean, the way he took off, you know, flown onto somebody else's yeah. property He's or whatever. Uh, yeah, but he was not yeah. part of our our game plan anymore. Yeah. And, and it wasn't until uh, – I mean, I, I quickly put it together. I mean, I like standing on the turkey and realizing he's missing a leg, and then I'm like, wait a minute, that turkey did a front flip when she shot him because yeah. she hit him in the legs. She hit him in the feet. And uh, and I don't know um, – the. It, I mean, right then I went. This is the same turkey. Yeah. Because he this this place was a long way from where we had shot him opening day, but in the direction he flew. Yeah. I mean, he flew straight to where I ended up killing him and stayed there. Yeah. Uh, like I said, even though he for for the what he had going on, he was getting around pretty good. But still, he ain't gonna be doing a lot of traveling. Not a well, lot. No. And it, he got real lucky too because where he landed is a is a hardwood bottom with lots of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the creek with water so he didn't have to go anywhere to get food and water from where he was and he didn't leave there yeah that is so wild yeah it's fortunate too that y'all got to close the close the book on that one like that but that is <laughs> that that that's seriously that's up there in the, at the top of the craziest turkey stories i've ever heard <laughs> well i'm glad i could share it <laughs> i can't t- i can't top that and like the, the, cl- the only thing i've got is like the time that we saw that turkey flying to a power line but and it burned up yeah, well, you could smell it like one spot in like one. Uh, wow. Have I never told you that story? I don't think I've ever heard this story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so. Did you get that on video? I did. Oh, man. If I, I, if how I, did I miss that? If I didn't get that on video, no one would think that everyone would think like, no, you didn't see what you thought you saw or you're lying full out. I, I, yeah, I'm sitting here going, how did I miss this? Okay. Okay, we're gonna have to title this episode like Cra- "The Craziest tor- Turkey Stories You've Ever Heard" or something like that. No, so uh, this is it was, it was less than five years ago, probably th- two or three. Uh, Brad, Troy, and myself went to Mexico, like old Mexico, mm-hmm. across the border, went into Mexico, hunted with a, a friend that. Uh, I think it's funny that you thought you needed to clarify how you get to Mexico. Across the border, <laughs> you cross. You know, right, Mexico. I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old Mexico. <laughs> I, I have to set those clarifiers for myself. You know? it's, like, it's this whole other country. <laughs> it's down there below yes. us. Did yes. you know? I didn't. I, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's where quesadillas come from. It's nuts. Uh, no. Uh, so we get down there, and we're probably like the like that place had some of the craziest turkey numbers I personally have ever witnessed. And we had shot some turkeys. We're having a really fun hunt and it was Is this rios yes mm-hmm. you wasn't like you have to go i've never done the gould thing me neither but, i've killed rios down yeah there was rios mm-hmm. uh we were hunting in the afternoon i think i had killed a turkey that like first somewhere in the first half of the day and i was filming and it was brad and troy and uh we knew we had heard these turkeys kind of roosting close to here so we're like if we go here in the afternoon maybe we can you know get into them we did uh and we were sitting on this road, like this, I mean, just like a dirt road, you know, on this on this place that we were hunting. And uh, pretty narrow road, so to speak. I mean, probably, I don't know. I mean, you could get a truck down it, but like a single truck, that's it. I mean, just a camp road. 
and these turkeys start coming they start getting closer and they start coming down this road towards us brad and troy are sitting across each other on opposite sides of the road i'm backed up behind them filming down there's a power line headed to the main camp going down the road okay uh like a big transfer line or just with like a single like just one a, power just like, one yeah okay yeah one, not like a big metal no thing. Like, no like, it was like very, a light pole with a wire on it. yeah i think okay. there was two wires because okay. what happened is the two wires had to touch each other right, for the, right. ma- for yeah, the magic to happen right ah, we're saying yeah. the same thing yeah <laughs> okay i got you so these turkeys start coming and it's like i can't remember exactly but it was like multiple gobblers and multiple hens all coming down this road and they're standing like at 20 30 yards and running Troy and Brad, but it's like neither of them can shoot without killing multiple, multiple turkeys. turkeys. Yeah. So we're like, well, and <laughs> sooner or later, the afternoon turns into evening, and it's like they're gonna fly up. And oh, they all still standing there. Yeah. Y'all just sat there watching them. When they finally came, it was it was like pretty, you know, getting Dark. close to fly up time. And uh, so we're like, well, well, let's just watch what happens. This will be cool, you know. I'm filming it, whatever. And all these turkeys just start springing up, flying up into the trees around us because it's timber on both sides, right? And they start flying up in the trees, and we're like, "Man, this is this is cool. Yeah. Like this is wildly cool. That's awesome." Um, and I mean, because all you can hear is, yeah, and hens cackling as they fly. Up. Oh. I mean, it was, it was, I was like, "This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen." Yeah. Uh, this one long beard, because they never, obviously, with them flying up right there, they never had any sense of like something's off here. They were fine with everything and this one long bearded turkey uh pretty much lands in a tree almost over kind of troy's head i mean he's up in that tree but he's kind of almost over troy's head and brad's across the road looking at him he's like trying to get my he's like look at that one look at that <laughs> for some reason that particular gobbler was like and where he's at troy was on the right side of the road brad was on the left the power line that's running down it is running down the right edge of the road okay and so, for some reason, that gobbler didn't like the limb he was in, decided he was going to make a transfer. He's going to another tree. So, he tries to jump from the tree that he's roosted on and fly across the road. I guess he wants to go to a tree over there. And when he flies, it all it, like it all happened so fast, we had to, like, kind of put together what happened. Right, after the fact. Because, yeah, like, uh, Brad's, Brad's, like... As you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad's, uh, Brad's, I mean, like, the turkeys start flying up. Brad's, like, look at that one that landed right there. I, was like, I remember Brad was like, oh, he's moving. And he flies, and all of a sudden just sparks. It sounded like a giant bug zapper. <laughs> I'll show you the video. I mean, it, it went thwap, and like. Did it, it kill him? He fell out of the sky like a goose. <laughs> I'm serious. I will show That's you the video. Fabulous. I, he fell, so, I, did you, so you got the turkey and no one shot? Yeah. That's in like the whole video. Like Brad and Troy are like, did that turkey just fly into a power line? Because they didn't know they were so How close did to I it. Miss this? They just saw the flash, and I was like, yeah, wow. And the, the funny thing was, is like, so the landowner told us he he didn't turkey hunt much. He he liked the deer down there. Yeah, right. And he said he wanted a turkey to mount in his lodge. We were going to give him one of ours. Sure, you know. And then this turkey had like multiple beards and like lengthy spurs. <laughs> And he smelt like you could smell a burnt a burnt smell on like him, but it was like feathers. it was like one little mark on his back where his back hit those wires. But I'm talking, he was rock dead, never God. flop. I mean, just zap done. <laughs> and we're all sitting there like, what in the world? I hate world? to laugh, I mean, but that's it's such a crazy situation. You're like, what in the world? Like it is so wild. I'll show you the video. I it, guess you yeah. know that it occurs to me that you. It is both of those stories are just like unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Like almost like how did that happen? But I find that it it does tend to happen to the people who spend the most time out there. <laughs> yeah, you know the people yeah. who have those stories are the ones that just are there every day and yeah. things happen. Well, it's know? the same thing when folks ask us to like, man, y'all kill a lot of turkeys. We're like, well, we've got a lot of lines in the water. You right, one hundred percent. I think Jordan said it best one time. He said, "If you, you know, if you, if you put our success rate up to how much time we spend trying, it's, it's pretty not low." Good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I totally know. Yeah, people, yeah. people say that about Kim and I with ducks, and and you know, I keep a log, and I. I'll, I'll show him the log and say, see all these days with single digits? <laughs> you know, he's like, there's, you know, people think that you, you know, kill a pile every day. You just don't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You, you don't kill don't. a turkey every day. That doesn't happen. Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah, it, it, well, it's, it's, uh, it, it was a really unbelievable season. And, and, uh, I, 
to to finish the single season slam the way I did, I did end up putting a ton of pressure on myself, even though I told you I tried not to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the as the dominoes started to fall, yeah. the pressure built. That can happen. And uh, but that one that Sunday morning was when it was like, I mean, I knew I still uh, had to go out west and kill Miriam, but that was the one that yeah it took a lot of pressure yeah off. oh sure yeah. <laughs> a lot of pressure there's off. no doubt yeah there's yeah. no doubt and ivy hopefully uh youth season is in a couple weeks and that's what i was wanting to because you you kind of alluded that earlier i was like we can end this episode on a highly positive note i didn't know i mean i, I guess it makes sense he got to go duck hunting this year so he's also getting right he killed five ducks for sure that's you know awesome. but he got he got he's got a little single shot the steven's single shot 410 yeah. you know and uh, he knows how to how to cock it and how to take the safety off and when ducks come in he shoots yeah you know and we and, and at first the first few that he killed you know i kind of made everybody like we're gonna make sure he kills a duck right but then after a, the first couple of days of the season and he had killed a couple few ducks i said okay now buddy when ducks come in and i say shoot take the safety off and shoot so i don't know he may have uh, you know killed more than the five i know yeah. for sure he killed but and he's that, six years old he's six years old mm-hmm. that's wild yeah yeah, really. but, I mean, we just or we just happen to have a a place that you can take a six year old. Sure, you know, not everybody that would not be a good idea, you know. Yeah. But yeah. We, we, you know, there's a heater in the blind, and you know, you can. But he's pretty tough. Uh, but I can get him home easily if something were to sure. get, get uncomfortable. You know, sure, sure. And with turkeys, kind of a similar deal. You know, yeah. we're gonna give it a shot, and if he wants to go home, we'll go home. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, like I can only imagine if he he already has the interest like he does. I mean, like you had that, you posted that story back during duck season of him like walking into your room already with waiters on and everything. Like I'm ready to go, uh, and it got to be the the norm. He, but of course, he goes to bed really early, right? Sure. You know, yeah. particularly during duck season, he was going to bed at like six o'clock. You uh, know, and so he's fully dressed when i get up to turn on the coffee pot he's he's sitting in the dark next to the fireplace fully dressed ready to go yeah so so i'm thinking i'm thinking i mean like you take that same energy and enthusiasm and you apply it to him hearing them turkeys rip and roar and holler from the treetops in the morning i hope so it may spark some interest i mean i hope so but i've since they were born his sister wren and, and and ivy uh i've i've really consciously tried not to put pressure on that because his mother and i both uh, their mother and i both love to hunt so much that i don't want them to feel you know any obligation to take on our passions sure i want them to have their own passions it turns out that ivy seems to be pretty passionate about this kind of stuff too. well you know like i said if 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 the boy is sitting in the dark already dressed at that early in the morning <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's being forced right, yeah you know right. but i did take him to texas and and uh and had uh he wasn't shooting and i wasn't shooting either uh because i had already killed turkey but walked out and we had seven turbo jakes come in full strut and like from me to you yeah. and gobbling their heads off and uh i said and we're right there in a bush you know me yeah. and ivy and, yeah. and and i said isn't that cool buddy he goes yeah dad that's cool i'm hungry let's go home <laughs> and i mean turkeys are like 10 feet from us yeah. <laughs> i was like that's not a good sign <laughs> yeah. well maybe when you tell him he can pull the trigger on one it may i think it may so. change things we'll I, see i think so yeah. i'm eager to hear about it either way I, I i hope you're there to see it i would love that yeah i personally would love that um shoot man look this has been highly enjoyable when when i look up and we've almost hit like an hour marker and it doesn't even know how long we've been here i know we've had a successful conversation i think that's how our conversations usually are (laughs) typically i I have a capability of like i i I may not can do a lot of things well but i can run my mouth well i i I really (laughs) enjoyed being here and thank you for letting me come and and share uh the story because i can tell you uh that growing up i uh 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 slam much less a single season slam was not something that would have ever even occurred to me mm. it would have never i mean that was something that you you know would read about in field and stream and yeah i was very aware of it but it never would have occurred to me that that would be something that i could even do mm-hmm. you know we just and i'm it's just unbelievable how grateful i am for all the people mm-hmm. uh that made that happen because it was a 
it was a village. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it takes. It was a village. That's what it takes. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll sign off here. Oh, what, one quick. Where can people find you? Wrenandivy.com. Uh, Wren uh, like the bird. Ivy like the plant. Wrenandivy.com. And Wren uh, underscore Ivy on Instagram and social media. Perfect, perfect. Well, guys, hope you all enjoyed the conversation. I know I enjoyed the conversation. Like I said, when we start posting this out, I'll share the photos and stuff that BC shared with me of the crazy Daniel LaRusso one-legged turkey. It really is wild. And then probably we'll resurface that elect that power pole video oh i'm about to watch that right yeah. now <laughs> yeah for sure oh, all right guys uh hope you enjoyed the conversation we will catch y'all back here next week as always thank you so very much for listening to the speak the language podcast <laughs>